Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, can I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? Wolfen down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Luke. And does this smell good? Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas's ultimate sports fan destination. All right, it is noon. It is Friday. Wolf, did you know it's Friday? It's Friday. Yeah, baby. Aaron Maloney is here, as always, with Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Aaron? The Phoenix Suns lost to the Mavericks last night, 123-113. Devin Booker had 35 points, while Luka Doncic dropped 41. So what happened? Here's Suns head coach Frank Vogel after the game. Well, we didn't start the third quarter uh, with enough attentiveness, and... Um, yeah, obviously, we gave up that 15-0 or 16-0 run, you know, so uh, we had some lost possessions offensively, and then, you know, Luka got going. Luka against the five-man is, uh, is a difficult coverage, you know, and he, he burned us three straight times on it, and we had a transition three and a offensive rebound three, you know, that, uh, you know, led to that run. Um, so we got to be better there, and, you know, obviously, uh, we did get a little too stagnant uh, offensively with, with iso ball, but we just, we didn't execute what we were looking to do. Were you disappointed with what you saw from the Phoenix Suns last night in their first game back from the All-Star break? Yeah, look, I, I mean, I will admit that I'm more disappointed because it was Dallas. I, I'm, I'll just be I'm just being honest with myself, and it happens to be on the air. If that had happened against Boston or something, like, yeah, okay, I would see parts of the game that I wanted fixed. Anytime you give up a 33-9 to run, I don't know how you could be happy with that. But to me, it's heightened because it was against Dallas. Yeah, for me, I was disappointed. There's no doubt about it. Again, so much of this has got to do with my expectation for my beloved Phoenix Suns. <laughs> I just, I, the expectation because of their talent level and because of Frank Vogel and because of the Royce O'Neal acquisition and what I think that is going to do to them because of some of the moves they've made to become more physical, to become tougher. I have an expectation and that expectation probably needs to be readjusted. And last night was the beginning, I think, of that readjustment. Our Sanderson Ford poll question is up now at ArizonaSports.com, and it asks, who is the most hated Suns rival at the moment? <laughs> who would you like to embrace your full Isaiah Stewart on? So, Luka Doncic and the Mavericks, LeBron yes. James and the Lakers, Paul George and the Clippers, Draymond Green and the Warriors, or other? I don't know how this is any answer other than Luca. My then why Luka. are you going to Cabo with him, Book? <laughs> it didn't seem to hurt Book. What did he have? Like 30? 35. I just told night? you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that was over but, five but seconds ago. How much did Luca have? I'm like a goldfish. Uh, more than that. Yeah. Thanks. 41, I Thanks believe. for raining on my parade. Was he like one rebound shy of a triple double, wasn't yeah. that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Luca. Yeah, I know. Okay, just, well, you didn't officially vote. It's still, um, you know what? They came out, they were tougher in the second half, the Mavericks. They were tougher in the second half than the Phoenix Suns. That that hangs in the air. They won the game, came out with a resolve to come out in the third and start competing, and that challenge was not met by the Phoenix Suns. And that bothers me. I can tell it bothers you. 
Because that wasn't at all the question. Yeah, that wasn't. Who is the Sun's biggest rival? Is it Luca? Is it Draymond? Is it LeBron? Is it Paul George or is it Other? Themself. Oh, I love that. Oh, Other. So Other. I love that. It is themselves. Wow. Okay. They're beating themselves and they're not bringing it. It just drives me nuts. They have this talent. Now they've got to tap into it consistently. 67% 67% said Luka Doncic, 24% Draymond Green, 7% LeBron James, 2% Other, 1% Paul George. But Wolf, honestly, if your option was up there, I think it would be running away from Luka. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, if, if, you, you, if you could put Suns in Other, that's I could see that number going up a little bit. I'd have that second behind Luka, but I had everybody else. Detroit Pistons center Isaiah Stewart has been suspended three games without pay by the NBA after Phoenix Suns center Drew Eubanks said he was sucker punched by Stewart when the two were entering Footprint Center prior to the February 14th game. Were you kind of surprised that it was just three games? Yeah. Uh, Must I mean, have not been that bad of a sucker punch. Maybe it's because it was a soft punch, as Drew Eubanks said. I don't know. Yeah, I was a little surprised. I mean, anytime you get the authorities involved, you expect at least, I don't know, five. I don't know what the cutoff is for a player getting arrested for hitting another player before a game. I was going to say six. Okay. Six games right there. Double what he actually got, a three-game suspension. The man was arrested, was he not? Yep. <laughs> yeah. He, he was arrested. Before the game, right? Yep. Am I remembering this correctly? You could yep. also make the case that suspending a guy and telling him, hey, you don't have to play for the Pistons for a week is almost a, <laughs> is a reward instead of a punishment. The Ari- yeah, I was surprised, Mel. The Arizona Diamondbacks play their first spring training game of the year against the Rockies today. First pitch is at 110 at Salt River Fields, and Tommy Henry will be on the mound. What do you guys want to see from the D-backs in Cactus League? It's, it's just I'm so ready just for baseball. We had the the Padres Dodgers game on because it was it was the only game yesterday, right? We had it in the studio, and the Dodgers were up eight nothing in the first inning. It hit me, Wolf, walking out of here. Of course, the Dodgers would be up eight nothing in the first inning of a spring training game. They're playing their best baseball the furthest possible point away from the playoffs. That's the Dodgers' way, right? But now we get actual, like, D-backs. You get to see the Rockies. I know you love watching the Rockies play. stop it. And I think Ivan Melendez is in the lineup today, too, which is, like, my prospect I'm watching this year. There you go. You know what, Mel? More than anything else, I want to see them stay healthy. I think it is so important. I know it's a cop-out. It is. But... I don't care. Mm -hmm. Spring training has no impact whatsoever in regard to a baseball team going out and getting back into the postseason, maybe winning the World Series. Spring training, I'm sorry. It doesn't. If there was a carryover, how many times have you seen a player in spring training go 0 for 25, and yet the first game, the first month of the season, he's lighting it up? It just, these guys are working on so many different things. You don't know where their head is. There's no carryover whatsoever from spring training to the regular season, in my opinion. I know you're right, but what are you going to say when I tell you Gabby Moreno's batting third today? Okay, you know, and I'm going to love that. <laughs> I'm going to love that. I want to see Gabby Moreno be healthy yeah. coming out of spring I'm, training. I'm with you. I'm with you. The NFL Draft is inching closer as the NFL Combine gets underway next week. So if Marvin Harrison Jr. is not there at number four for the Cardinals, should they go with a different wide receiver or a tackle? Here's NFL Draft analyst Daniel Jeremiah yesterday. I would take... I, I would take one of the wideouts personally. I think I think if you just look purely off of grade and not um, you know positional value, I tweeted this out the other day. I think you could make a case the three highest graded players in this draft are those three receivers. Um, they are outstanding. I think they're all going to be number one guys uh, where they go. 
So to you guys, if Marvin Harrison Jr. is not there at number four, are you taking a different wide receiver at number four? Are you taking a tackle at number four? Or are you trading back? Taking another receiver? Well, (laughs) I'm taking another receiver unless I know definitively I can get one of those receivers by trading down like four spots. You know what I mean? Like if it's like, hey, I want Roma doing Nothing in life is guaranteed. I know. You're the GM. I keep learning You're getting calls. What's going on? I I just want the receiver. I want one of those top three receivers. So whatever path I have to take to get one of those top three receivers. Yeah, it's all based on what what is somebody offering me for the number four spot? What, What are they offering? And that's, I'm sure, going to factor into this with Monty Asenford. But to me, all things being equal, if Marvin Harrison Jr. is not there, I'm going Roma Dunze. You take him over, neighbors? I kind of think I would, too. I'm taking Roma Dunze. Yeah. He reminds me of Fitz. That, man, everybody's making that comparison. Well, Marvin Harrison Jr. reminds me of Fitz, yeah. too. A taller version of Fitz. I think there's part, because I've seen that comparison a million places now with the Dunze especially, but it's like, and nothing against the Dunze, but there was an element that Fitz brought to the Cardinals that had nothing to do with what he did on the field, too. You know what I mean? Uh, all right, that was Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Thank you, Aaron. As always.